Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Limitless Broadcasting Network. All it takes is faith and trust. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie dust. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Shall we begin? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, motivational Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast featuring Dan and Isaac. Our mic's flame. Woo! Woo! Hey, y'all. Hello. (laughs) Uh, As always. Welcome, welcome, welcome. (laughs) Make sure you go check out all of our social media after the show, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And all of Limitless Broadcasting's other great podcasts available, who's our producers. Yes. All right, everyone. So uh, we're really, all four of us are really excited because we're talking about the Mandalorian and we're kind of doing this joint episode. So if mm-hmm. it sounds different or weird, that's why. Because um, we're just going to have a conversation. Yes. But Mandalorian season three is out. It's it's done. You can go on and binge it. I binged it in a day and a half mm-hmm. to each their own uh, of binging. So let's let's just dive in each each let's how many how many chapters eight. are there 17 eight. to 24 so eight, eight chapters, yeah, eight chapters. Mm-hmm. and we are going to just break them apart so let's let's start chapter 17 so i have, 17, I have a question before we get started uh, before, before we yes. get going you mentioned mm-hmm. you binged it in a day and a half so did you not mm-hmm. watch it until this week yep guilty okay. thursday so and friday watch it, okay you i watch do it not weekly. i don't watch things weekly Okay. I, I see i um have been i have so much other content that i'm trying to get through because we're getting ready for harry potter and then my boyfriend has other things that he likes to watch so when i'm with him and we're watching that and it just it's it's too much that's does fair i was just curious. Like, curious does he not like mando you know i didn't think about asking him to watch oh, it with okay. me okay okay like do i need to have words 
with this? No, because we've been kind of going through <laughs> the question together. Now. I'm starting to wonder. <laughs> no, he watched. He's watched the first two seasons. I just okay. didn't think about us watching them together as they came out. Okay, because there's other things we've been watching. Fair, fair okay. enough. Just fair, curious. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Look, I'm, okay. I'm I'm like way behind on all this because I misread this. Letting Isaac know, I misread the schedule. I thought we were talking Andor today. Did not realize we were talking Mandalorian. So Andor is fresh in my mind. Have not watched Mandalorian. So this is all going to be like, hey, I'm watching the show via discussion. So mm-hmm. all right. And he's so okay spoil with spoil everything. He's for me. fine That's with fine. I'm not a, yes. I'm, yeah. You know, I'm so not as I say, if he's here, he probably is then. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. Which uh, it's all good. Um. Everyone, Pixie Dusters, Ike's people, uh, I explain people. Um, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. If you have not yes. watched Mandalorian season three, you need to turn this this episode off. Like we are mm-hmm. gonna talk all the things spoilers. So Or if you're just a maniac like me and you just wanna, you know, ruin everything for yourself. Too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh so <laughs> season three starts up on chapter 17, the apostate, apostate. I don't know. Uh, it got a 7.5 rating on IMBD, which I didn't know episodes had their own specific ratings, but apparently yes. they do. Mm-hmm. And the summary, summary. Oh, I love these the summaries. Episode, <laughs> the IMBD summary. Uh, the Mandalorian begins an important journey. It's like half of his episodes, but okay. I know. Yeah. It's like all the Mandalorian it's does, but alright. So not descriptive at all. No, not at Essentially all. useless, but thank you, IMDb. Mm-hmm. Not a fantasy all. world where things happen. Boom. Description. Uh-huh. Mando and Grogu, <laughs> yep. go do things. Right. Yep. Go. The Adventures That's of Mando it. and Grogu. That's what it is. That's what it should be called now. How much would a Beth's <laughs> Goody animated series about that sometime? There is a they short animated thing about Grogu that I found on Disney Plus last night. Nice. Hmm. Yeah, it's a Seriously? little short. Yeah, look for Disney yeah. shorts and he's on there. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Did not well, know that. I didn't watch it because I had other things to watch, but... Yeah. I don't even, I'm looking at my own notes and I don't even know what I, one of my notes is about. But anyways, um, it's cool because uh, Bo-Katan is back in the seer, in the season yes. and she's in the whole season. Yes. I am super happy about that. Yes. yes. Love Bo-Katan. I love her. Awesome. Yeah. She, she's really grown on me. I wasn't a big fan of her in the animated clone series mm-hmm. because really? she just annoyed me. I don't know why, but she did. But she, whoever played her, I didn't put who plays who. But whoever plays her, kind of redeemed her for me. Mm-hmm. Um, especially it's the same actress, same person, yeah, same person, yeah, same person as the voice. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. They invited nice. her to be part of the series. Yep. Yeah, they don't do that very often. So no, that's awesome. I thought that yeah. was very cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty neat when they did that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. What What was you guys' thoughts like as you were starting? to watch the episode again like i know sammy you were super excited for mando season three you've been complaining you've been complaining about waiting for it forever i have been and they started right at the beginning when they're in the ship and you know grogu's hanging out and then he crawls into mando's lap and i was like this is the most adorable thing i've ever seen oh my gosh it's so cute i just love those little moments with them and you made a note ashley (laughs) your last note hey look the little guys from the ninth of star wars wait i remember what that is now <laughs> the, the anzellan mechanics that's who you're talking about right yes yes it oh, is oh i love to see oh, them again too the yes. little tiny mechanic puppet little guys tiny. what are they uh what's the dude's know. name um in the ninth episode 
Oh, Bobby Frick. Bobby Frick. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like it's on the tip of my tongue. I just knew them as Bobby Fricks. I didn't know what. Yeah, they they're in Zellin Mechanics. I looked it up because yes. I was like, what did they call them? Yeah, I love them. And I I just love how Mando cannot understand a word they're saying. And I'm like, is it that hard to, to follow Mando? But okay. And then the way Grogu, Dan, since you haven't seen it, Grogu mm -hmm. thinks that they are pets and he tries to collect yeah. one to bring with him as a as a little pet for himself, which he's promptly told no. And he <laughs> seems like Grogu. Well, he's always trying to he was trying to eat the little egg guys in the first season. So I know he I was worried he was going to try. He did eat several egg guys. Yes, I was worried he was. I was like, what is Grogu doing with these fellas? Because you know, I'm like, please don't try and like eat it or do something with it. But no, he just wanted a pet. He just wanted something to cuddle. Oh, he's precious. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that. But I liked this intro. To, to bring us up to speed on what they're doing. Well, yeah. I kind of I kind of got confused at the beginning. I don't know if anybody else was confusing me because they open up with the co covert, yeah. yeah, covert, and it's this little Mandalorian that could potentially look like Din. Oh, I did as wonder. a young yes. one, mm -hmm. and I'm like, is this starting as a pre? Like, are we seeing history? And then all these yeah. things are happening. I'm like, what's happening? What's happening? And then the ship comes and I'm like, oh, no, wait, there's Mando. There he is. Yeah. Wait, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did the, the same, same thing because, mm -hmm. yeah, I was like, oh, is this like a flashback for when Din became a family exactly. and all that? So mm -hmm. was my initial that. reaction to it as well. So, yeah, I was like, yeah. wait, is it? But fun fact I do have about the actor. So that's Wesley James Jack Kimmel, who plays the little the little mm -hmm. Mando. And he is the nephew of Jimmy Kimmel, the talk show host. So fun fact for you. Hmm, that's nice. fun. Only well, because I just was curious because I'm like, he kind of looks familiar, but I did not recognize him from anything. But I found yeah. that out when I looked up the actor. So Jimmy go. is going to use that. My nephew is in Star Wars. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. One step away yeah. now from Star Wars. Yeah. Mm hmm. Oh, anything highlighting you want to talk about in the episode, Isaac? Um. I mean, yeah, I thought it was a solid, good first episode. Um, mm -hmm. I think we get this, like, uh, the initial, like, we get the initial, like, hey, what's going to happen in this season with the idea of, like, hey, I'm going to go to Mandalore. I'm going to bathe in the waters of Mandalore and all that, and mm -hmm. which is an awesome, like, kind of start. I enjoyed that and the fact of, like, hey, like, that's something we want to see. Like, I think that's something mm -hmm. as we walk into the season that most fans were wanting to see see mandalore to some capacity and all that so mm -hmm. i i enjoyed what they did with that and how they brought all of that together and brought that in mm -hmm. um yeah so and i guess like my question for you guys is it's kind of towards the end of the episode when we see bo katan for the first time like what were your initial reactions when we saw her um at the end of that episode okay. excited i was happy to see her but I did wonder, does she just like hang out on that throne all day? Like, I just had questions. If if she like saw Din coming and she's like, oh, I got to go sit down and wait for him. Or does she just like mourn over her lost life and hang out on the, the throne all day? I was yeah. like, do I feel bad for her? I mean, she's just angry and and rightfully so. She's she's lost. But mm -hmm. I was curious about yeah. that. But yeah. I was happy to see her because I like her. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, would you uh, not sit on a throne if you had if you had one? I mean, I just... mean, I feel like I would, and the way That's she fair. did it is so like chill, you know, yeah. just like you know. she had her leg over one. Yeah. And it was yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, yeah. how many of us have ever dreamed of just chilling out on the throne just like this? I mean, That's like, fair. I probably yeah. would do that a lot of my day. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I was kind of yeah. surprised with how standoffish she was initially. Like, mm. I mean, I I get she was upset, but also like she was like to the point where it was like. You don't want anything to do with anybody um yes. and like i don't know it, i just find that very interesting it was it was interesting to see that like how how mm-hmm. upset she was actually um which played into the rest of the season but i mm-hmm. i was kind of yeah. honestly kind of surprised how upset and mad and she's like i don't want you coming back here and all this stuff and mm-hmm. it, it was just interesting to see how upset she actually was mm-hmm. I, I was not surprised I wasn't yeah, because the end of the last episode or the in season two, she doesn't get the dark saber and mm-hmm. that's her whole purpose is to get yep. that dark saber. Mm-hmm. And yep. Mando has it out of all the people mm-hmm. Yep. and she's ticked because she wants it. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's tried to give it to her. And that I think is insulting to her because it's supposed to be a warrior thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then because of not getting it, her literal whole cohort leaves her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And says, no, we're not going to follow you anymore. And the whole yeah. that whole thing kind of just annoys me. I'm like, if you, if she is truly your leader, why do you need some stupid sword? Well, but I mean, there's Excalibur and all the other lore when it comes to that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was, I was not surprised at all. Honestly, I thought she was going to like shoot him out of that past palace. I thought there was going to be a little fight scene going on. I think she just- was when she thought he came back, so... Yeah, I think that one was about to go yes. down there. Yeah. But um, Ashley, I know one of your notes on here, you said, I don't understand why Din thinks he needs to be part of their way, you know, where he wants to go bathe so he can redeem himself yeah. and be accepted. But it's the same thing really for Bo Katan, because it's like the sword, it doesn't really mean anything, but they put a lot of emphasis on it. So the, all these Mandos judge each other for things they believe in, but they all believe in sort of silly things at the end of the yeah. day which I know we explore a lot in this season, but Mm -hmm. you know, the sword, not taking off your helmet, all of that nonsense, doing the creed, it's all one big jumbled thing in my opinion. Yeah. 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 But it's different factions of like one thing that's been interpreted Mm. by different, you know, people. I wonder what that sounds like. What's that? I I wonder what that sounds like. I'm keeping my mouth shut. There's (laughs) quite too many things I could say about that. Mando's a hardcore uh, fundamentalist, I'll put it that way. Yeah, well, and I think also it's like a little bit of like because we also learn later in the episode, like later in the season, like Mando doesn't understand all of the lore mm-hmm. to the dark saber and things. So that that is interesting to hear that when I mean we get some of that later in the season as well. Mm-hmm. It's like for Mando, this is it. I mean, that's that's what it is, and so yep. that's that's the significance of it. But like he doesn't understand the dark saber and everything else and i mean obviously we got a little bit of that in season two but we get that expounded on more here in season three which is interesting as well Mm -hmm. um he's a classic purist like that is his heart is cold he he that's where he is Mm -hmm. yeah that's what he what his purpose is yeah 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 so other thing i was gonna ask because this is the episode we get pergils right and then they do nothing with it we get what pergils right you guys know what pergils are no Remind okay. me. Um, so when they're in hyperspace and Grogu oh, looks out the side and we see yes. 
Yeah, I could not have remembered their name. <laughs> but I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Space Warriors. Um, yeah, I thought they were going to like do something. Yeah, nothing. And they're just, they're just hanging they're just out. There. We're just looking we, at them. Grogu's like, yeah. That's one thing. I, and we'll talk about probably more of these later. But we got so many like Rebels references. True. And talks like drops in this season. And then we got nothing from it. Mm-hmm. I was like. That's yeah, interesting. I, f- I feel like I it's know, a lot of the big uh like I forget I forget his name, but like the big Zeb. Z- yeah, Zeb. Yeah, Zeb. I did yeah. see that clip. I was like, oh yeah, I know that guy. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think we're leading into Ahsoka. Right? Like yeah. this is all gonna yeah. lead into Ahsoka. So yep. we're setting yeah. up a lot of okay, fundamentals. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'll be honest, like somebody was telling me, like, you gotta watch this, you're gonna see who shows up. In my mind, I was like, it's not going to be Ezra, Ezra Bridger. There's no way Ezra Bridger is going to no. show up in this Even casual, not. which it didn't. So I was like, okay, thank you. Don't, you know, ruin it like that. That's but, for Ahsoka. And if exactly. he doesn't show up in Ahsoka, I might get angry. I think we'll all get pretty angry. Yeah, true. Yeah. I think like yeah. this is, this is like a, we, we had, we didn't get him back at the end of Rebels and mm-hmm. we've been waiting and waiting, mm-hmm. waiting, like give it to us. We yeah. need him back. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, yeah, I have some interesting thoughts on that, but yeah, I think that we'll get them eventually, probably. But mm-hmm. I hope so. Okay, anything else from episode one? I don't think so. Okay, uh, chapter eighteen: the minds of Mandalore. So he's on his way to Mandalore. Uh, him and Grogu explore the ruins of a destroyed planet. Okay, I'm I'm seeing man mandalore the way it is in the show is is so sad because we know what it's supposed to look like from clone wars mm-hmm. and and even though it was starting to go through the war and they were starting to have the factions and all the things but it's just it's it's so sad to see because it's you remember the beauty in the cartoon but now it's mm-hmm. like a desolate planet with crystal on top of it it's, it's so just, sad oh mm-hmm. depressing yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah 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 i thought it was just like and I think even like well, the other interesting thing with this is like uh, when I think Mando mentions like he's never been to Mandalore, like because mm-hmm. he grew up on the moon, and so like just like interesting, like that's his first time seeing Mandalore mm-hmm. versus yeah. like mm-hmm. he's seeing it in its terrible wrecked state, and he doesn't mm-hmm. have any recollection of the Clone Wars era of Mandalore mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. that, which is interesting as well. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 you're not wrong on that Mm-mm. and then the random creatures that just show up it's like where are you all coming from mm-hmm. like, just hidden in the depths of hidden the in the depths that all of a sudden have showed up mm-hmm. um but i love the i'm gonna fast forward to when they find the waters that scene was so interesting to me because it has it has like they're getting baptized pretty much yeah. with mm-hmm. their helmet yeah. which yeah. i'm like hmm, that's an interesting reference and then um when she has to dive down i didn't realize what that creature was when she saw it like mm-hmm. when they when she was shooting back up mm-hmm. so dan she see you know the the what's it called isaac mythosaur the mythosaur that's yeah. the the uh, the emblem for the mandalorian like the okay. symbol yeah the symbol. right right it's an actual creature, but it was supposed oh, to be myth. Sweet. And you see it, like mm-hmm. um, Bo sees it as she's saving Mando in the water depths. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't move, it just kind of opens his eyes. Um, but it's there and it's like, oh, what what's happening? Like, is it physically what? there or is it like a manifestation? No, it's there. Oh, okay. It, it looks at her and she's like, huh. 
it's real she freaks out yeah, yeah she doesn't even tell mando she's like did you see mm-hmm. what was down there and he's like no and she just keeps it to herself yeah For she sure. doesn't say anything about it until she talks to um armor the armor armor mm-hmm. armor cool. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's it's a little wild yeah uh, yeah yeah that was a very interesting scene and it was kind of like a at least for me it was like oh crap like what's gonna happen next like especially yeah. and then they ended that episode in a way that like they're still there and like mm-hmm. like what like i i know going to episode three i was like okay what's gonna happen because this could get real interesting real fast but mm-hmm. um i mean they yeah. didn't really go back to that much right there but that was interesting yeah and that was that was mm-hmm. super cool to see that um mm-hmm. and add that into i think star wars lore and like just like star wars canon as well because i mean mm-hmm. in the sense of canon we don't until then we didn't really have actually reference of mythosaurs actually being a thing right yeah mm-hmm. it's very true mm-hmm. um it wasn't in the lead like legends at all like nowhere in the legends i don't think so i mean there's I, hundreds of content so who yeah, knows i but... don't from my knowledge i don't think there's like i mean obviously like i mean you have the myth of the myth of Thor and all this and that mm-hmm. the mandalorians used to ride it and we hear quill talk about that in episode or season one but i don't think there's actually even in legends they where they talk about like seeing those or mm-hmm. riding them or anything like that mm-hmm. that'd be so cool as if finds it once they start to rebuild and yeah becomes her pet (laughs) maybe i'm wondering if it'll come back i think it probably will i mean i hope so that would be random just to show it unless it's i mean it could be symbolism it could just be symbolism that she was able to see it because she is the true ruler of of mandalore because her family or blah blah Mm -hmm. blah Mm -hmm. um but i'm hoping that there's more to it than just symbolism Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i think there will be i would assume there will be um, I think the other thought that crossed my mind, I was like, man, that thing's been down there, like hanging out, like during Clone Wars, they're doing all this stuff. And mm-hmm. like, he's just, that chilling, just sleeping. Yeah, he's just yeah. chilling, balls yeah. doing his thing. Mm-hmm. And if, he, if he showed up, that could change the whole ballpark there. Right. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and so just like, like, I mean, I don't know, maybe that dude's hibernating for a thousand years. I don't know what he's doing down there. But like, I, I, I was also thought about that. It's like, that is interesting that. Mm-hmm. He's been down mm-hmm. there. He, she, it, whatever. Yeah. Been down there for who knows how long. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, they even she even made a comment because Mando's like, I didn't, I, I didn't realize that was going to be that deep. She's mm-hmm. like, it's not. It's not normally that deep. There was no. earthquake. So I wonder if it was hibernating for however long, and now yeah. the earthquake kind of woke it up, and it's but it's just chilling. It's like just I don't need to go to the surface. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good yeah. down here. I'm yeah. just awake. It's fine. It's all right. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um. And then can we just mention that horrible looking creature that took Mando? I that like thing the, gave me nightmares. Like the, the little eye in the robot yeah the like yeah. droid yeah. hybrid i don't know <gasps> it was it was a very creepy creature yes. yeah yes dan you need to look this creature up i'm, I'm looking to... at it right now okay yeah, yeah, that kidnapped mando yeah. it yes. gave me nightmares like a cyborg yeah like a, there we go spi- cyborg yeah spider yes. cyborg thing mm-hmm. yeah yeah oh, i see this big pterodactyl oh. thing but that's not that that that, that was also creepy um yeah, another thing yeah there's a lot of creepy uh uh monsters in this series i love monsters 
Yeah. One of them. Mando yeah. tends to have a lot of like scary looking monsters. Yeah. He does. He attracts them. I think yeah. it really does. And I also thought it was interesting. Like, the, I mean, the dude like started taking his blood, like hooking yes. up the machines and was like, yes. what was all going on with that? Oh, okay, here yeah. we go. I don't know if they he got into it. that really. Yeah. 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 Nice. yeah. The blood thing was weird. Yeah. It's like it was a it's mad funky. scientist living on Mando. I know. I have many yeah. questions yeah. about this Mandalore. thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> many yeah. questions. Yeah. And one thing I that we haven't touched on yet, when Mando's trying to use the dark saber, right? When he's first going down into the, <laughs> mm-hmm. the cavernous area. You yeah. the struggle that he has with it, he still is so just cannot get his life together, right? Like you can just tell he's not he's not doing well with this. He has no training. But then yeah. when when Bo comes and the ease of which she takes that sword and she knocks that cyborg, whatever mm-hmm. it is, down. Mm-hmm. I just, the big contrast there, I just loved it because we already know that she's yeah. more skilled at handling it and it should be with her. Yeah. But I just mm-hmm. love that scene to just, you just saw Manto who could barely <laughs> swipe at anybody. He's just hacking. Yeah, like, he's just yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> trying to get it. And then she's just so easily picking it up and maneuvering it and handling yeah. it. I yeah. love that contrast too yeah. with her. I thought yeah. that was really great that they showed yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Because my, my first thought is like, well, maybe he was just trained in, in blasters. But I'm like, no, he's a Mandalorian. They train in everything mm-hmm. in all aspects. And he had such a struggle. It's like, oh, don't give he should you shouldn't have that. That is that is not for that is not a toy for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Rogu would probably do better with it. Yeah. And, and I think I, and it was also just like because I think it heralds back to like rebels when Sabine's training with it. Yes. And like mm-hmm. that, like it actually like it's not just a sword. Like when you're dealing with a lightsaber and like those sorts of things, like it it distinguishes it from like the best guard sword that he had or spear mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. you have to work with the sword mm-hmm. and work mm-hmm. with it and like that sort of thing so like it really yeah. heralds back to that which i thought was a great call out but mm-hmm. yeah yes. like yeah we were i was joking with some other people it's like that dude's gonna cut his toe off or something i thought so but it's like good thing he has best guard on because if not yeah. he might have lost some i was waiting yeah. on it i was like oh mando you're gonna hurt yourself <laughs> you can just tell um, and then something else we even talked about, the droid that R5. Mando takes. R5. Oh, poor R5. Yeah, that he gets from Paley. Oh, my goodness. R5 yes. is adorable. And, is. but that droid, uh-uh, when Paley was like, yeah, yeah, he's like, great, whatever. And you can just, I love when the droids have that personality where they don't have faces, but you know that droid was like, Mm-mm. no, nope. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm, I'm not going. No, no. <laughs> and then they force him on the ship and then how she's just like, eh, like you know just be careful with them like basically like he doesn't really work that well and mando's like wait no wait a second you just that's not what you said you just said he's like the best droid and then she's like <laughs> okay bye <laughs> i love her i love whenever we get to see her on yeah. screen so yeah. that was great but our five turned out to be a real asset and even though i know mando has that big hate for droids and he continues to do that and i have a great comment when we get into some droids later (laughs) yeah um yeah i just loved you know how like grogu's all worried about r5 and sending him into the dark and mando's just like he's fine don't worry about it he'll he'll be fine i'm like oh poor r5 well and grogu like loves him like the first time he's like sends him out to do the readings he's like look you can watch him on the monitor he's fine and grogu's like so concerned Mm -hmm. so cute yeah Yeah, i I also love that like that's r5 that's in a new hope too like 
um, it's the same drawer. Yes, yeah, uh, I, I mean, forgot so about that like, connection. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so yeah like, anytime there's a throwback cool. to like a new yeah, Hope or something, I love it's that. Be a great well, thing. and like I love the fact that like uh, Pilamato was like, "Hey, like, yeah, he's a good droid." And then when they're leaving, like, "Yeah, he might be all right," which is also harkens back to when uh, Luke and his uncle were buying right. him, and they're like, mm -hmm. "This is a good droid." And then he goes up and. and blows his top off so like oh, i think also like, gotta watch that, that just, bad motivator man yeah that, that was also just a fun kind of a fun callback as well um, with r5 and yeah. it was fun to see r5 which is also we get to see r5 talked about in the rebellion later in another episode as well which we'll get to um with how some connections there Cool. with new republic you're gonna have to we'll okay you're that. gonna you're we'll gonna talk to about that later because i didn't even make the connection of r5 to new hope and i'm kicking myself because i'm like wow. how did i not make that connection you're kind of a star wars fan are you well i was watching it while i was working so there's that too. Embarrassing. <laughs> i had the r5 action figure Listen right along with that. r2 i mean i had them both i don't have the r5 i have no. i have no. r2d2 i have bb8 I have the black version of BB-8. I don't have BB-8, so that throws me off. And that's all I have. Oh, and then I have the little the little guy from with the one wheel. Oh, uh, Dio. I can't remember his Dio? name. Yeah. Is yes. It? Yeah. yeah, Dio. Um, I have him too. And now I want an R5 and a BD-1. Those are my two new droids I want. Mm -hmm. I've mm -hmm. been playing. I've been playing Fallen Order. Because the new one's coming out oh, soon, yeah. and I yes. finally got access to play it. I did and too. BD1, I just started it last month. It's so yeah, much fun. It is. It's so much fun. Uh, BD one is adorable, and I want him. <laughs> yes, BD one is. But a I fun just, droid. I would choose droids over any of the characters any day. So that's my yeah. own thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. We know. Fair enough. Uh, anything know. else about chapter eighteen? And that was all my notes. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Chapter 19, The Convert. Um, on Coruscant, former Imperials find amnesty in the New Republic. I, when I first, when this episode started, I'm like, is this a, a Book of Boba Fett issue where we're going totally off book from what we actually are supposed to be watching? Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't understand the purpose. I do now because she comes back later and la la la. She is the villain. But, yes. Mm -hmm. She is a villain, but I was so mad. I'm like, why am I not watching Mando right now? What is this crap? I almost skipped it. I was so ticked. But that's mm -hmm. my thoughts on it. I liked it. I liked watching the I setup. I liked yeah. how we got to see the scientist come back that was doing the cloning and working with Grogu and Moff Gideon and all that tie-in and I felt bad because he really wants to do something good in the world and he's just being oppressed everywhere. And now he's being judged because he was part of the empire and all that. Mm -hmm. And then he gets set up in this episode and the way that she mind wipes him at the end. Oh my gosh. That was such a good scene. Like just the way she's like, Oh, I feel so bad for my friend. Can I just stay? And then just the look, the way she just mm -hmm. changes instantly. And then, Turns it up. Yep. Mm -hmm. It like, went to red. Are you sure it wasn't killing him? I I think the whole purpose was just to completely mind wipe him. So he's yeah. probably like a shell yeah. of himself at this point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, thought, I don't we, believe it was to kill him. Yeah, because we don't see him again, right? Like mm -mm. that's the last time we see him. That's yeah. why I thought he was dead. But yeah. Moff makes a reference to him as basically like you know like he 
he can't help us anymore or something like that. So I didn't think yeah, he, was he dead. gave the order. Yeah. 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 Which yeah. is, in- I-, I thought that whole scene interesting. Also, when the Mon Calamari is like, hey, this will only hurt a bit. And then they turn it up. I'm like, well, that's mm-hmm. going to hurt more than a little bit. I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. Poor dude. And then um, there was a, a line, it was a trap. Did you catch that? that I did. Yeah, I liked that. I couldn't remember which episode that was said, but I did. In this one, yeah, I wrote it down because I was like, "Oh, it's a, it's a trap. Yeah, it's a callback. Yeah." Yeah. Um, and then what else? Oh, um, John John Favreau, the the Mando that he previously voiced. What's his name? Paz Vaz. What's his face? Paz Vizla. Yes, him. Okay. I Is literally, Paz or... yeah, 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 Paz, yeah. Okay, so I'm not going to say exactly what I wrote down, but <laughs> I have a subversion. I still do not like his Mando. I do not like him as a Mandalorian. I was like, he is a jerk, not using that word when I wrote my notes, but <laughs> um, but I feel bad now because I wrote the, this as I was watching the episodes, and then he gets his redemption by the end, and now I yeah. feel bad that I wrote that down about him. So yeah. I just wanted to share. I could have skipped it, but I want to be real. I was just like, he sucks. I don't like him <laughs> in this episode, and then now I feel bad because of the way that it ends, which we will get to. But yeah. that was that was another note I had about him. Other thing I yeah. about. Because they show up at the end, right? There's, does the child get stolen at the end of this episode or the beginning of the next one? I forget. Uh, I don't remember. Hold on, I gotta look at my notes and I could tell you. No, at the, I think it's at the beginning of the next one. Okay. Because the end, because the end of this episode. Yeah, it's the beginning of the next one. Yeah, because okay. we're on nineteen, chapter nineteen, so convert. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is Bo Katan's moment at the end of this episode, with, um. The armor and being mm-hmm. brought into the way the pat or the that's right they have their all that stuff yeah. Yeah. Sorry. yeah sorry so. it's all i i watched it all at once so it's all like no you're good i feel like as together. i watched it every week i'm trying to like recall i mean it blends together so yeah it does. I, mm-hmm. I think the other thing i loved about this episode which we also got in andor um as well but like just seeing the more aspects mm-hmm. of course not um and mm-hmm. the cityscape was pretty cool it was uh we yeah. We got to see, they went up and uh, when they were like the mountain part, the, the, the which is the peak, mm-hmm. which is the actual part of, of Coruscant and not the mm-hmm. cityscape. Like, yes. like th- just seeing those aspects in Star Wars that we haven't seen before mm-hmm. um, is a pretty cool um, callback. And uh, I, I, yeah, I just think that's pretty cool um, as well yeah. to see some of those things we haven't seen mm-hmm. as with everything, um, which also like jumping forward to like, episode seven or chapter 23 when we get we can't kind of get like the underworld of Coruscant in live action mm-hmm. which is pretty cool as well because mm-hmm. like I feel like all we've had is like animated underworld in Coruscant mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. for the most part we got, we, got- we got underworld somewhat underworld probably midworld with um attack of the clones when they have to go after the when they go after the change yeah that's true we get a little bit we We got a little bit of that in uh kenobi as well because when we first start out he's like in that i I don't can't was that coruscant or was that somewhere else i forget Uh, that was somewhere else oh i thought it was coruscant okay it was still very much underworld yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. so but i just think that's kind of cool as well those callbacks Mm So yeah. yeah, it makes a lot of it more like feasible because we're so used to seeing Star Wars in this grandiose setting that we forget there's a nitty gritty world that can be mm-hmm. tangible. 
Mm-hmm. So like yeah. actually seeing that, like, you know, um, kind of jumping ahead, but you see a little bit when later on, when we get to Andor, you see that similarities on what you're talking about with Coruscant. Like you see mm-hmm. a lot of that different angles that we don't normally see. And yeah. it's very, it's really exciting. It's exciting yeah. to see that we can actually have that take on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just like mm-hmm. popsicles, I mean, they're walking around eating their popsicle thing. I, mean, I don't know. Just like, yeah. I mean, just like everyday life, like, oh, I'm gonna go to mm-hmm. Dairy Queen and get a popsicle, or they go mm-hmm. wherever on course not to get a popsicle. It's like right. kind of fun there's, to see those things as well. There's a monotonous world in Star Wars, believe yeah. it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just living their <laughs> lives. I don't live in that world. I don't want to be in the action of the world. I want to just live in the monotony of the world, mm-hmm. whether it's Star Wars or Potter. Yeah. I'll take uh, either. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, just the regular yeah. daily life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just regular daily life. I don't have to be brave. I don't have to go fight anybody. Just let me live. Let me choose my world and live in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Smoke a few death sticks, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Drink some blue milk. It's all good. No. Ugh. No. Yeah. No. What kind of, I'm trying to think of like what kind of alcohol they had in the Star Wars universe. I can't think of any, but. I have no idea, but blue milk, at least the way Disney made it. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> You I mean, can actually like try it at Disney. Wow. Corellian gin and there you go. There's some other stuff too. So. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay. Oh boy. Anything else from nineteen? I don't have anything. Okay. Nope. I didn't have much from that one. Uh, chapter oh, twenty. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh. Hold on. Do we need to? I feel like we just skip. Do, do you guys want to talk a little bit more about the um, ending when Bo-Katan kind of becomes part of the path? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We did kind of talk about that. Like that was important part of that. (laughs) That is. Well, and it was so short. Yes, it was was. so short. Mm -hmm. So yes, that I did enjoy that. So when the episode finally went back to them, I started to pay attention. Oh Oh, my gosh! What I was working and I didn't care about the stupid scientist. He's evil. Uh, At least in my line, I loved it. Don't. Um, but we're it's okay. Um, so Bo-Katan like her choosing to put her helmet on and to walk in the way like when she put it on and she repeated this is the way to the armor i'm like what is happening mm-hmm. why are mm-hmm. why are so we deciding so to for for route? dan to fill mm-hmm. in the holes a little bit so yeah. dan goes in the the water to repeat the korean and cleanse himself and whatever and you know he falls because it's broken yeah. And Bo-Katan goes in and rescues him. So now she has bathed in the waters. She comes back with him. They meet the armorer. And she has yeah. not taken off her helmet. And so she's asked, you know, have you removed your helmet since you bathed in the waters? And she said no. So then they're like, okay, well, then you are now, you know, redeemed. you've redeemed yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's how we got here. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. But it's weird because it's a faction that she's not a part of. She's, that's not her normal faction. She's learning so from the old ways. Yeah. yeah, she's kind of <laughs> drifting back into that world. Yeah. Um, and the interactions between her and the armor are pretty interesting, and they get more interesting in the next episode after the yeah, final like combo. combo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, what your, I just what yeah. was your thoughts on it, Isaac? I mean, I just think I was yeah, I was kind of like, what the heck? Just like it went to the credits, and I was like, did Bo-Katan just become part of their covert and everything like. <laughs> especially like after she's like so it really mm-hmm. caught me off guard mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i mean we see the purpose of it later um yeah and yeah. everything that happens um and so yeah it's very interesting and i mean the other thing too is like it's not like she doesn't know what she's getting into because she was initially part of death watch and yeah mm-hmm. i mean in 
Clone Wars and stuff. So, I mean, she knows what Death Watch is. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. better than anyone else. So, like, it's like she knows what she's getting herself into and knows what's going on. And so mm-hmm. it was just interesting that it was, like, so nonchalantly. She's like, this is the way. And it was like, okay, mm-hmm. I guess that is what it is. And we're moving <laughs> mm-hmm. on. And it was just, yeah, it just really caught me off guard. But, yeah, um, yeah I think it was, it was a neat scene. And like you guys said, like, there's definitely some something going on with armor and Bo-Katan and their mm-hmm. interactions are very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and is this also the scene where she gets her new armor? No, that's after no. the that's Never mind. Yeah. I'm getting ahead of myself. Never mind. I can't remember when she lost the arm piece because there's some significance in, in my world, in my head to that. But yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah no it was an interesting it's an interesting transition because they don't even consider they talk about it in the later episode they don't really call themselves death watch anymore because mm-hmm. death watch has literally broken up into their own factions yep. and, yeah mm-hmm. and, and taken off so it's yeah. it's interesting but yeah yeah that's why i didn't like her for in clone wars because i wasn't a fan of death watch that's fair mm-hmm. and she was that she was there and yeah. it's like mm, I don't know if I trust you because I don't trust Death Watch. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, fair. that's fair. Because mm-hmm. her sister is was her sister the Duchess one that Obi Satine. was in love with. Yes. Yeah, Satine. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was rooting for Satine and Obi, even though they couldn't have a relationship. Absolutely. So annoying. Yeah. 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 I was okay. I was. This is a totally side note. I was watching tiktoks and one of them was going through like these different things about different jedis i don't remember what but one of them said something about like one of the jedi had four wives and i'm like is this real life are you trying to break us like did did jedi i mean in the legends did jedi have wives does anybody know the answer to that? Or is it just I have no idea, but I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I think there was some way back some leeway on all that. Um, so yeah, well, and it was apparently a Jedi who was on the council during okay. Anakin's time. So I'm like, oh, during well, Clone Wars, I don't, yeah, I don't know then. Wait, this happened yeah. during like the newer, like the, the era prequel. of Star Wars that really that's what mm. it. Again, hmm. it could be completely off. I've been seeing mm-hmm. a lot of TikToks lately. It's, I don't know I'm, why that just came to my mind, yeah. but it did. That sounds like one of those things where it would be like in the thousands of years when the Jedi were in their heyday, like they would be a little more free and open as opposed to the stodgy old people that we meet in the prequels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just how I would see it. All right, I'm sorry that so, I went us on a side note. Uh, so I just, Kiati Mundi was apparently allowed by the council due to specific uh specific things within his home world and his species that allowed them to go ahead and marry him so he had multiple oh, wives so that oh. might have been okay so, there you go. so it's true so there yes go. it is true there interesting you go. i don't know why that popped in my head as we were talking about things yeah. anyways my brain works <laughs> in weird ways that's all right um okay chapter 20 the foundling mm-hmm. uh, mando returns to the hidden covert which they're already there so i don't know why anyways um pretty much this episode dan they're back at the covert it's mm-hmm. happening um she 
said this is the way and it's kind of joined in with them and they are finishing up so the very first episode we talked about the little mando who was getting or the little mandalorian who was getting his helmet for the first time and was right. about to put water on him well it got interrupted because of something so this episode they're redoing it uh, okay and again it gets interrupted and the child gets taken away by a monster <sighs> So, but that pterodactyl thing. Yeah, it's like the pterodactyl thing. In my mind, so one thing with this episode, I it kind of got annoyed. I was kind of annoyed with what they decided to do in this episode because to me, having a monster get take, having a monster come steal a child, and then having a cohort have to go save the child from the monster in their nest is very cartoony trope. It's very much a trope of cartoons. It does feel like cartoon all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm. It felt very like no, nothing against the writers, but I'm like, did you did you run out of ideas? Yeah, well, it I, is Disney Star Wars. They tend to get weird with ideas. So yeah, mm. I wasn't. Yeah, I agree with that a little bit, Ashley, is because I feel I do feel like they are like I feel like they could have came up like I love the principle of what they were trying to do in this episode with Bo and her kind of taking leadership and right um mm-hmm. Bo, Bo and Din earning honor which is really mm-hmm. what this episode's about but how they went about it I do feel like they could have done something else um to make that happen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get the idea if you save some if you save the kid's life then their parent is gonna definitely want to repay you and i mean all that plays out but also like i do feel like there's a different way they could have gone about that um in this episode mm, but yeah as a whole the concept behind this episode i do did like for what they were trying to accomplish mm-hmm. yeah what they i i agree i i know they were trying to accomplish something specific because there's something in the mando code about if you save a foundling, mm-hmm. um, you're pretty much revered. Yeah. Um, so I understand that part, but just it was just the 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 concept of way like they could have done mm-hmm. something totally different to save okay. a foundling. Yep. That concept was very like we see this in cartoons literally all the time. Literally, you're watching Dan and they find the nest and it's the babies, and then Mama comes and spits out the child who's still mm-hmm. alive out of her mouth to try to get to the babies like it's literally cartoon yeah what we normally see yeah so that part was the one that i'm i I was very i was like really i mean to be fair we to be fair we did get boba fett riding a rancor in season two of or in season one of boba fett so Mm. i mean but that's nothing we've ever seen in a cartoon uh, we saw him riding a dinosaur in the uh Star Wars. Oh, Hobbit. he did see him right well, now. And he did okay. mention. He did, did mention. I've written bigger that. things than this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did he really? Uh, uh, he did mention yeah. that, which technically could allude to the fact that the Star Wars holiday special is canon. Oh, just throwing that in there. I have a TikTok That's... for that with George oh, Lucas coming soon. <laughs> I'm just that evil. <laughs> That's all another conversation. I throw that in there just because I'm that. Evil. Well, we did a whole episode on the holiday special a couple. I thought weeks you guys ago. did. It yeah. was yeah, it was interesting. I, I apologized on air be- for making them watch it because <laughs> I yeah. was mad that I watched. It. It I can't say I've, I've never actually watched them. So. Don't. Don't no, do it. do do it ruins do. It why would you do pain. that star wars why you tell them to do that? everyone <laughs> everyone should experience it if you're a star like wars it. fan you should experience it oh it's so bad it's so bad <laughs> oh whipster uh, whipster whip, whip, 
<laughs> and it's beat. We said it was pound, but yeah, it's I mean, we said pound. It was beat. beat. I'm so sorry worse. we got that wrong. Which is so worse. Beat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Anyway. Um, uh, so <clears throat> that part in the episode was everything else in the episode I loved, other yeah. than the the monster. I can get behind um, that. Mm-hmm. And again, they took us back stinking order 66 i cannot again i cannot say what i wrote down in my notes on this show give us a give us a, a but a what the version. actual beep order 66 <laughs> again is what it says in my notes so dan we have this this fun little scene with the armor and grogu mm-hmm. and she's She's kind of like talking him through like, you know, what it means to be Mandalorian and all that. And I'm like, oh, this is nice. You know, Grogu's getting some history. And then he has a flashback. Did you not see the flashback coming, though? Because every time we get armor made, armor making armor, we get a flashback. I didn't expect Order 66. Can we like fast forward through that part? That's my question. We already have seen this in this show. They added something, though, Sammy. I don't. I understand what they added. Made me not as angry, but I still was just like, you've got to be kidding me. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so tired well, of seeing this. So, Isaac, people, we have a history. People fans just love pain. That's what it is. I know. Yeah. Let's just torture ourselves. There's a history with Pixie Dust Twins when we talk about orders. Whenever we talk about Star Wars, it's like Order 66 pops up everywhere. And we always mm-hmm. complain about it. It's just what we do. <laughs> but the one thing that I do love from Order 66 in this episode is we get a new Jedi. Yep. And it's none other than I'm gonna say his first name wrong. Ahmed. Ahmad. Ahmad. Ahmed. Ahmad. So yeah. one of those. Ahmed. Ahmed Vest, who yeah. plays Jar Jar Binks. He Hi. originally Ahmed thought he was gonna be a Jedi when he started mm. in the prequels, and he was a um so this was kind of like a redemption for him yeah that's what i wrote actually no i don't think it's a redemption because he he did good he did great with jar jar for Mm -hmm. what was given to him Mm -hmm. redemption is not the right word um it is a what's a dream i guess a dream come true for him Mm -hmm. to that be a jedi saving grogu Mm -hmm. saves grogu out and gets him to where he needs to go uh, away so it was yeah it was I really have, cool. I haven't in all caps. OMG, Ahmed Best gets to be a Jedi and most yeah. 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 And that was just fun. Uh I I like and he was like I mean, as we like watched him like fight the clones and stuff, I mean he was good. It wasn't like yes. hey, just like I mean he was a solid Jedi. And so like mm-hmm. it was it was pretty cool to see that and I to agree. see the um, what they did with that and how mm-hmm. all that happened. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was a neat scene. So I mean, I've loved the Order sixty six scene. So, um, but I, I also I feel like I feel like it's, one of, those, pain. it's one of those things though. Order sixty six is like is like the crux of Star Wars. Like yeah, yeah. It, it changes so much and like it's it's the yeah. reason we expands. have Star Wars. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It just hurts. Over it hurts and over. every time. And Grogu's face, I was just like, this is terrible. Mm. Yeah. He's so traumatized. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. it's like, even so, I was watching one of the TikToks I saw was the Lego version of Order 66. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
And it was the and Anakin walks into the kids and the kids are like, but but Master Skywalker, and they say something, he's like, Oh, you know what? Yeah, everything's fine. I don't need to be, I don't need to um I can destroy Palpatine and like he the Lego thing. And then um what are the kids? But but um but uh Master Anakin, you're not on the Jedi Council, you're just there. And that's when he turns the lightsaber back on in the kid's face. And then it blacks out. I'm like, that is everywhere, so even in the Lego world. So close. How that's dare they? So bad. Oh, goodness. Wow. You're not part of the council. All right, kid. <laughs> that's terrible. Oh, Just imagine if he had actually been on the council already 66. Never mind that ever happened. I mean, who knows? What or if? at least, you know, I don't know. He might have. He would have felt more out. valued by that. Would have felt so. more valued. He might not have killed children. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. The the Star Wars what if the Star Wars what if show that we oh, it's endless. is. We <laughs> got so many series, options. Yeah. So you know many. what? If they want to do a cartoon Star Wars what if series, I might actually watch it just to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we've seen so many yeah. comics of like Anakin sort of, you know, not turning to the dark side, marrying Padme, raising Luke and Leia. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, it's all over Pinterest yeah. and, oh, yeah. it's and everywhere. TikTok and Instagram. Like people want people want to see the good side of them. They don't want them yeah. to become dark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, things would be different. It would be like more of a monotonous uh, show than than mm-hmm. yeah. the yep. the heart wrenching Star Wars sitcom. roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um what about you? Any anybody else have thoughts about this episode? Mm. Is this the episode where Bo gets her armor? Is that later? Oh yeah, that is this episode. So that's what I'm talking about. That's what I was gonna talk about earlier. So after the um they save the child, her arm her armor part comes off. Mm-hmm. So their armorer and this is where she sends her out, so this is important. Um, she they make a new plate for her her arm, and that's when she's in there with the armor, and she's like, "Can you make? Can you put the symbol of the what is it? A myth, mytha, mythosaur, mythosaur. mythosaur. Can you put the mythosaur symbol on instead of the night owl? Because everything else is night owl for her, mm-hmm. but she wanted the mythosaur, and she tells the armor about the mythosaur, and their armor is sitting there saying, "Oh." It, we i mean it's a good vision or it's a good she's like no mm-hmm. it wasn't like she's trying to make her understand this was no, not a vision i, saw it. Mm-hmm. I actually saw this mm-hmm. thing like it's there and you could tell that they're i feel like the armor had more to say and she didn't mm-hmm. when yeah. it came to like what all in due time mean. you know and i think the armor is like very much like you know lessons doled out a little bit at a time as you need it you yeah know? yeah because i feel like if she actually took off her helmet she'd be like this wise old woman i know right yeah. um even though she's not we know who plays her and she's not an, mm-hmm. an old woman not at um, <laughs> and i i thought the moment when she tells her to take her helmet off so she's she's decided to stay in the way but then she's like you need to take her take off your helmet and she's like but she's like do you trust my judgment mm-hmm. yeah take off your helmet and like the moment they walk out and she doesn't have her helmet and all of the mandos like look like what like you could you can't see their faces but you know what their faces are saying right mm-hmm. yeah she says she walks both ways it was so powerful and so mm-hmm. like 
oh she has a lot to do here soon like yep. she's not going anywhere mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah she's gonna be the one to unite everybody it was so great mm -hmm. yep yeah mm -hmm. and our mando is just gonna be there to help her yeah yep. yeah mm -hmm. the it feels like it's sort of becoming his role in life. Like he's not really like he's a leader of sort of his own. Obviously, he's a protector of Grogu and he's got his own thing. But as far as like leading Mandalore, he's really more of an side asset mm -hmm. as opposed mm -hmm. to which I think that works, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I don't I mean, the other thing too is like, I don't think he wants. I mean, when no. we see that, like he doesn't want that responsibility no, or he absolutely. doesn't. He doesn't see himself as I'm the one called to reunite Mandel or mm -hmm. anything like that. But he does. He wants to be a part of it, but he doesn't want to be uh, leading that. So, right. but which it fits it's too much work. It fits it. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh goodness, yeah. So that that was probably that was the ending of that episode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then we go into. Um, Chapter 21, which is the pirate, which the people of Navarro need protection from rampant pirate attacks. So Navarro is where, um, oh, I can't think of his character name, but Carl Grieve. Weathers. Grieve Cargo. Yes, there we go. Uh, which Carl Weathers, I realized, it directed a couple of the episodes. Including mm -hmm. this one. Including, yeah, including, yeah. Yeah. This yeah. one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so this is the episode where we see Zeb. Uh, because the pirates come along, they try to get help from the New Republic, and um, the the Dan, do you remember the X Wing, the older X Wing pilot who gave Mando a break on when like they were chasing him down because he didn't have his papers, and they like gave oh, him yeah, a break. Yeah, yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. so he's in this episode as well. Okay, mm -hmm. and he wants to help Navarro, but the New Republic is like not not giving it he's like no they're not a part of the charter so we can't help them sort of deal mm -hmm. and i'm like so we're turning into the empire like what are we what are we doing here people i thought you're supposed to help everyone even no. if there's not a, even if they're not a part of a thing we got some good new republic uh i don't know just context in this season as mm -hmm. well which it was very interesting yeah it was um because my note says the new republic is just seeming to be a nicer version of the empire in this episode yeah. Yep. Like they're putting on the smiles, but they're doing just as dirty. Mm -hmm. They're doing everyone just as dirty. Mm -hmm. Um, but before he goes and talks to the New Republic, he starts he talks to someone next to him. And I'm looking at this creature, I'm like, why do I know this creature? And then he speaks. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Zeb. Mm -hmm. Zeb is working with the New Republic. Um, and it was just really mm -hmm. cool to see him in there. So that's our first kind of rebels. Another tie-in. Yeah, yeah tie -in. rebels. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh and yeah it's just yeah yeah this this was yeah. a good episode i enjoyed this this was just a fun episode it um, was fun mm -hmm. and well talking about the r5 callback so when because later the new republic pilot he goes to the mandalorian covert where din's at mm -hmm. um and he mentions because they're like hey you have somebody who i fought with in the rebellion in your covert which is actually r5 yeah. um so that's yeah. how they found he found that which i just that was a fun callback and i think it is just fun to see like he goes he know like the pilot knows who to go to for help um mm -hmm. he knew like hey let's go find mando and yep. they're gonna go help mm -hmm. tomorrow so it's pretty cool to see that mm -hmm. yeah yeah navarro mm -hmm. is is one of those kind of those we keep going back to it navarro is kind of there and when mm -hmm. he offers him 
a home on Navarro when he offers Mando. So he offers Mando land, Dan. He offers mm-hmm. him land and a and a cottage for him and and Grogu to just live. Um, and it was one of those where I'm like, oh, that would be so nice. They could retire from all this craziness and just he could just raise Grogu. Mm-hmm. We don't get but that now this episode. Yeah, no, like, no, oh no, and just want some no. peace. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope he'd want some peace. I don't know. He doesn't really want peace by the end. He still asks for jobs. Yeah, yeah. but he's changing. Yeah. I mean, like a peaceful life, as opposed yeah. to you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, okay, and I'm jumping ahead, but the thing that kind of occurred to me while we were talking about this, especially when I all of a sudden said Book of Boba Fett, at the end of Book of Boba Fett, when it comes to Mando, Boba's thinking he's coming back after all of this. But it's, he's not back. He goes and lives on Navarro. Yeah. I'm no, very they did confused. kind of allude to. <laughs> oh, I mean, Boba Fett was confusing anyway, but they did kind of allude to, like, not so much a team up, but like him being a regular part of that community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, why are you why are you living on Navarro? Aren't you supposed to be going to live on Tatooine? Yeah. Not that anybody really wants to live on Tatooine. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sand. It's everywhere. It does. Nobody <laughs> wants to live there, and yet everyone wants to live there because, like, anyone, so anytime somebody says oh, Star Wars, that's the first place someone's mind goes to. Well, that was the original planet. I mean, it's, yeah. it's OG Star Wars. It's OG Star Wars like location. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like everyone's favorite place and nobody's favorite place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, that's true. Mm-hmm. I want to go live at the lake house at a uh, on Naboo. That was very Ooh, pretty. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. that'd be. That's my dream. Very, very yeah, good. Very Star good. Wars. Mm-hmm. Feel that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I live on the forest nice. moon of Endor. I got oh, the Ewoks. Oh, the Ewoks. Yeah. Day Maybe not with the Ewoks, but like Near kind of them. somewhere in the mountains. Yeah. That'd be cool. I would love to live in one of those treehouse things. That'd be That'd a be blast. Cool. They're pretty legit. Yeah. yeah. They are. I'm torn now. Yeah. I'll vacation I'd, I'd in a boo and live with the Ewoks. Mm. <laughs> I take it, actually no, I take it back. I live in Coruscant and then vacation oh. or retire on Endor. Cor- I don't want to go near Coruscant. It's too no. busy. Fair too enough. Busy. I don't like Coruscant. Yeah. Mm. I want I want simplicity and 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 seclusion. Feel that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was a weird take on that. <laughs> Twist wandered off. Um, <laughs> so where are we? I I did make a comment on here, and I don't remember why I made this comment. The respect the the armor has for Bo was getting me emotional in this episode, and I don't remember why. Well, I was thinking as we were discussing the end of last episode. Um, I think maybe it was in this episode. Well, the I think did she get her armor in this ep- her last episode, and then she was sent out at the end of this episode. I think. Or did she get her armor in this episode? Because now I'm thinking because she didn't get sent out because she got sent out, and did then they went up? and had the guns for hire, which is the next episode. So we would have skipped ahead somehow there. So we got something. Okay, been this I, I got. I skipped ahead. My I bad. think it's this one because that makes more sense yeah, because then she my, goes out, yeah, right? Yeah, that yeah, that on the next one. I, I uh, skipped ahead on you there and got you talking. Well, that, so. so did I. I got skipped ahead as well. So okay, so this is the episode where she. This is yeah. the episode where she gets her her armor thing and and yep. tells her to take off her helmet. Yep. And she will ignite the so. Mandalore. Yeah. Yep. Yes. So. But the pirate, okay, did anyone look at the pirate and think you are a weird version of a swamp monster versus Davy Jones? 
I did have that vibe. I did get a little Davy Jones feel. Yeah, I was, yeah. I, he's like Davy Jones in space. Okay. Uh-huh. I thought it was fun though. It was. It like, was. I it was just him. a fun. I like also like the the pirates like capital ship or whatever it is mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. It, like even just like it had like a boat feel to it even just yep. in how it moved it like it was just mm-hmm. it was a fun episode of how they like did all that so it was just mm-hmm. neat um neat neat way of attacking and having to defend some more pirates i honestly i don't know if any of you guys got this when the episode first came up titled pirate my first thought was we're gonna see hondo in live action and then it didn't happen. I so didn't think I, of that. that I didn't know. That was li- like when it came up, that was literally my first thought. I'm like, are we going to see Hondo? And then mm-hmm. I was like, nope, that didn't happen. That yeah. would have been amazing. Yeah. Why didn't we see Hondo? Well, he might be dead. He's probably like 90 at this point, though. I mean, this is a bit. Yes, but let's think about this. Yoda was 900. Yeah. He, I don't, his well, species could live for hundreds of years. That is true. I don't yeah. know how long his species lives, but. Because. I mean, because if we're, I mean, he, when is this taking place after? After uh, episode six. But before the, because he, so Disney uses Hondo in Rebels, their rides for after this. Mm -hmm. Oh, they do. Yes, so they so have a Millennium probably, Falcon ride mm-hmm. where it's you're you're driving the Millennium Falcon. This is after Return of the Jedi, and mm. um, Chewie lets him borrow the Falcon really, for some stupid reason, I, I and Hondo's get, in it. So I, mean, I don't know. That, I, I hope that means we get Hondo and Ahsoka. So. Yeah, so maybe. Because I Ezra, feel like Ezra, we should. Ezra likes to strike some bad deals with Hondo. Always. Um, that yeah. somehow turn out all right. So maybe so saving that, him that, for then. That would fit. I don't know if all right is the right word. Um, he gets lucky. Hey, I think they turned out. I, I, I said they turned, they they turned out all right. I didn't say yeah. that it was a good idea to start with. <laughs> they, they, they it was never right for him. <laughs> Not all right in general. Either way, he's the quintessential space pirate beyond Han Solo. So true. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. This is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is true. All right, guns for hire, chapter twenty-two. Lizzo. Yeah. And Jack Black. Uh, yep. Lizzo and, yeah. and Jack Black. And Christopher Lloyd. Yep. I yeah. can deal with Christopher Lloyd. I did not mind seeing Why him. the heck is Lizzo and Jack Black in Star Wars? And this... here's the here's my thing. And I, I'm so sorry to the Lizzo people. I did not think she was the best actress. Okay. It just her. She's very stiff, and it bothered me. It took me kind of out of the scene. Yeah, honestly, this gave me a little bit of like a Canto bite feel, um, where we get all these people that are well off doing their thing. They don't care about anybody else in the galaxy, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the world's perfect. And so, that like, can't rich people bad. Let's make them look bad. That kind of like, yeah. And then, like, we're coming in to fix these petty problems for them with the droid issue. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It just was like, I, I, I felt like they could have shrunk the whole droid thing into like ten minutes, and then yeah. the rest of it was. I think that was my biggest issue. I didn't mind Jack Black and Lizzo and all that, but because of how long they were in the episode, how long that whole droid scene played out, like I was like, okay, like I feel like I'm watching an episode of the Clone Wars that's geared towards kids, Mm -hmm. and that's most of this episode, 
and not necessarily on the level of Mandalorian. And I feel like there should be a difference there. But mm-hmm. that's, I don't know, that's my thought. Um, two cents. I will say, like, the ending of the episode when they had the Mon Calamari and all that stuff they're figuring out, and mm-hmm. then the very end, like, those are great parts, but we could have shrunk that middle a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it's one of those, like, they purposely dragged it out so they could give them more screen time. Like for fans, specifically, you know, yeah. Lizzo and I mean, Jack Black's got his own fan base, but mm-hmm. like Lizzo's more of like a name kind of presence right now. Yeah. So I feel like, mm-hmm. okay, hey, she's in Star Wars. We got to like make sure we got to tie that in. So yeah. that's my guess like, as to why they would do 20 that. 20 years from now, nothing against Lizzo because I, I, there's parts of me that I agree with her image and what she stands mm-hmm. for for mm-hmm. um, curvy women and different things. Sure. But in 20 years, people are going to watch this and be like, who the heck is this woman? Like, I don't think she has the longevity that right. some people think she has. Unfortunately, yeah. pop culture is usually like that. Mm-hmm. So because like... here's here's the reality of it also. Rebel Wilson, she was a voice for bigger, curvy women. And now she has went into the Hollywood world. Partially, she said she wants to do it for health, which I totally get and I'm totally mm-hmm. for. But she now is fitting in with the Hollywood world. How long until Lizzo decides to change that mm-hmm. for herself? Yeah. Yeah. Um. I just, I, what I put, I put this season is, or this season, this, this episode is starting to feel like a holiday special with all the popular special guests. Is <laughs> <laughs> what I put. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. I feel like Star Wars has done this a couple times where they bring in like, um, popular special guests just to draw in more eyes um and i feel like that was definitely what they did with jack black and lizzo Mm -hmm. um especially in the sense because i feel like jack black and lizzo like the people who like them and what they've done are typically probably not star wars fans um and so like it brings that in honestly like i thought when carl weathers was first in mando i honestly thought that's kind of what they were doing but he's stayed in and played it out, which has been mm-hmm. great. I've loved his yeah. character, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah, I just feel like they there's a little bit of that that's happening, especially with being Disney and popularity and all that that comes with yeah. that, which mm-hmm. kind of sucks. But I'm not yeah. going to complain that I'm also getting more Star Wars. That's right. true. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, uh, it, it's, I think it's just one of those mm-hmm. things that's naturally going to be the evolution of how you do something when you yeah. own something mm-hmm. that has to appeal to everybody in some way. Yep. So it's mm-hmm. like it's always going to be kind of transitional and it, it's a bumpy ride. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, and then my other comment when you said like that middle needs to be shrunk down, I said, Really? It took you that long to figure out it was the head of security? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of Who else is in him. charge of the droids? I, I yeah. exactly. When they first yeah. talked to him, I'm like, oh, he did it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, what? What are you guys doing? This felt more like a sillier and kind of cartoony episode. Yeah. In the middle. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I, I did laugh at a lot of things, but it did feel a little bit more silly. Yeah. 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 Um, it was kind of. Fun. I will say, it was kind of fun to see like the B two battle droids and like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, like, I was. It, that that was kind of fun, but like I also didn't feel like, like I said we didn't need that much of them. No, um, so I did yeah, enjoy. There... I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go go ahead. Mine's like a trivia point. Go. For oh, it. okay. All right. So with the battle droid, they're the headless things, right? Those are the battle droids. Are those? Yes, um, they're like gray. The metal. big gray with their head like down. Yeah, in yeah, the yeah. Circular yeah. I, in their... I did enjoy when they were trying to figure out which one was going to malfunction. 
and um amando's like waving his hand in front of them and they're just like what are you doing that part cracked me up and then how he finally just got tired of it and he starts kicking them i did laugh a lot at that because i was like man is done with this nonsense even he is like why am i here i don't have time for this just bow, bow 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 until one of them shoots me and then we know which one is the broken one <laughs> there you go i, w- I, I would was love so to, mad i would love to know if that was scripted or not or amanda did mm-hmm. uh din and pedro mm-hmm. pascal were just like mm-hmm. hey i'm just gonna kick him because i'm done with it. this episode it was, it was pretty funny oh man and did yeah. we get we didn't get a roger roger out of any of them did we i was waiting on that we got a roger yeah. roger did somewhere he? in this season because i heard it Okay, I couldn't remember it was yeah, here. I, don't, I wrote Roger Roger, but I was like, then. was it here then? I guess somebody did it somewhere, and I can't remember where it was, but I heard a Roger Roger somewhere. Okay, because if you don't if you don't get the Roger Roger, then what's the point in having them on screen? And just, yeah, yeah. It's very true. And then uh, the the droid bar, which I know you have a trivia about, and I'm not going to spoil your trivia because I did see that. But um, the droid bar, it was just making me laugh how the difference between Mando and Bo in trying to get answers out of the bartender. Mm-hmm. and questioning him you know Bo's just like let me handle it because you are aggressive and do you not see what just happened like yeah. when we were trying to deal with the other droids so <laughs> let me deal with this okay and Amanda lets her do it for like two seconds talking to him and then he just starts <laughs> getting so aggressive and I was dying laughing at how all the droids in the entire place are just staring <laughs> at him and that one protocol droid is trying to sneak out and he's just like uh-uh no y'all are waiting here okay until we figure this out <laughs> That scene did make me laugh too, just because yeah. I was like, Mando is just over this entire thing. He does not want to be here. But the thing is, is we know he can negotiate because he had yes. to go to the um the the creatures that were creating the the hardest working creatures who were creating the droids, and he had mm-hmm. to speak to them in a certain way to get answers. And Bo was just crashing and burning. Yeah, so he we did know do a good job. he can mm-hmm. he can um yes. negotiate oh, yeah. the. That- the what what are those creatures called they the were, Ugnots. Yeah. Ugnots. Ugnots. yeah the yes. Ugnots. yeah, yeah that, we got that that, was, the, that whole scene was great that yeah. was a great scene and i mm-hmm. think like call back to quill and episode, or season spoken. one and mm-hmm. like all that like i that was i like that was i pre- really appreciate that scene like I yeah. did besides like the besides the last scene in this episode like that was probably my favorite scene I did yeah. enjoy that. Yeah, the way he's just like, there's a certain way you have to talk to them. And I'm like, you just hate droids so much. You refuse to do anything productive with them. But the Ugnats, you're just like, I got it. You know, I was friends with yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. I, I have yeah. spoken. I just love how that's how they they end everything. Like, this yeah. is the last word. Yeah. You're not arguing yeah. with me anymore about this. Yeah. So a couple things about the droid bar. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing is I love the callback um, to A New Hope. And what I mean by that is in No Hope, when they walk into the cantina, when C-3PO and R2 come in, they're like, we don't serve your kind. We're not used to your kind here. Yeah. Leave. Mm-hmm. And in this one, it's an all droid bar and they walk in and Mando's like, they're not, we're, uh, he says a similar line of, right. they're not used to our kind in here. Mm-hmm. And I heard, like, as soon as I heard, I'm like, they switched it. Mm-hmm. They did a switcheroo yeah. and I loved it. Uh, because there's all droids and and I love droids. So I'm like, can I go sit in that bar? Like, I'll just go sit with all the droids. Uh-huh. I just want to sit there. Um, and then there is an appearance of the pilot droid Rex, who is the original Star Tours ride person um, from Disney Hollywood Studios in Disneyland uh, when it was released. Um, oh, nice. So mm-hmm. you can see the droid mm-hmm. in a shipping container as you walk through the ride's queue now. But he... Um, 
he was in the in the droid bar scene so i saw him i'm like it's rex i know rex mm-hmm. <laughs> you like rex yeah i'm sad that he's no longer on the ride no longer they removed him no longer on the ride mm-hmm. um let's see here what are you, what was this Oh, okay. So when we finally get to the good part of the episode <laughs> and they go get to talk to her old crew, when she stands up and she's like, I'm challenging you. So so Dan, mm-hmm. they go to her old crew. Axel is in charge of the man the Mandalorians right now, her Mandalorians. And um she's like, No, I'm challenging you for this. And they fight it out. This is, and then she doesn't have the dark saber. Right. They fight it out, and it is so cool to see her. She just kicks butt. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. she is amazing. Okay. I think she'd be. I think she'd beat Mando if they had to actually go head to head. Um, and it was it was cool, but like after the fight, she wins. She wins the fight. She has a knife to his throat. He's like, it doesn't matter. You don't have the dark saber. None of them are gonna follow you. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna be honest. I think this was kind of a cop out on how to get the dark saber. Where do I did I say this? It's your last thing. Yes. Um the fight was great, but how she earned the black saber it was a cop out. Mm-hmm. So how they did it, Dan, is when the creature that so in in the episode where she has to come save Mando, mm-hmm. the creature technically beats Mando. And then she beats the creature. So in a weird twist, she earns the black saber because the creature should have gotten it from Mando. Right. And then she could get it from the creature. So it's like so, a technicality. Yes. So yes. Mm-hmm. So there's a technicality. And he says it in front of them. He's like, does not she did she not earn the dark saber? And they're like, Yes, she did. So that's how she gets the dark saber. And they yeah. start to follow her. And it's like, that's dumb. That's a cop out. <sighs> Where's the battle? I wanted a fight between Bo and Mando. But that's me. Mm. Any yeah. other thoughts? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I agree. I, I agree. I, I didn't really care that. for that. The you way know, that they earned it. I actually liked it uh, for the fact that okay. I think um, actually I was talking to somebody else prior to that episode and they're like, what if Bo gets it through this like through the, they and they spelled that out exactly um after episode two and i was like oh well that happened so that was kind of cool but um i think i think it also goes to show like the mess that mandalore's in and mandalorians yeah. and like mm-hmm. the fact that like they're willing to maybe tweak rules a little bit or mm-hmm. do that to, and i think it also shows like and we as we go in this episode or in the season, as we go farther along, we get more of this idea that like what actually is Mandalorian are the Mandalorians coming mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. Um, not the dark mm-hmm. saber, um, yes. not all, all this lore. And so I think like, I think it plays a purpose in almost being weak because mm-hmm. it kind of shows the mess and the disarray that Mandalorians yeah. are in at this point mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, yes, I agree. It is a little bit of a cop out and a little bit of weird, but I think it does play a little bit of a point. And I wonder if that was intentional on their part because that. because it shows that disarray. Yeah. Well, and especially what happens on the last episode, I don't want to say it until we get to it to ruin yeah. it for Dan. Yeah. I want to mm-hmm. ruin it in order. <laughs> in order. I actually did see the scene you just talked out of all ever everything that I haven't seen. I did see that scene where he mm-hmm. explains it. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. I'm actually kind of with you on that one because I feel like a that that's intentionally pointing out how rigid 
and in some cases kind of idiotic that the diehard Mandalorians are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like they're so committed to their fundamentals that it's like, listen, get over yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So yes. it's like, plus, like, yeah. some of these people, they're just so darn stubborn that, like, <laughs> you know, they didn't have time for a big old fight. Like, they they had to have it in some way tweaked in their minds. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like yeah. these people just yeah. need to kind of be smacked in the head a little yeah. bit. They do. Yeah. 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 Well, and even also, Bo needs to be smacked in the head. All of he, them. She yes. believes yeah. that she should have fought him for she it. She is very obsessed right. with the, the dark saber. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I love those and religious I, zealots, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also think like Mando's like, Hey, like, I want to get rid of it. I want to get it to you. He didn't care. He's like, I don't I want to even this. use that. Like, I don't I'm even make want up it. something really weird to make it happen. And exactly. so, like, I also wonder if it's like on Mando's part. Like, Mando's like, let's just make it happen. Let's sure, yeah. follow us. Let's bring go. everyone together. Even this, uh, like, I wonder if Mando's like, this is stupid, but if it works, it works. <laughs> I really feel like deep down, yeah, he's like, this is so dumb. Just take it. Yeah. <laughs> just take the saber. I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think just my thing is the reason I thought I I didn't like it is because I have been so waiting like in my head I wanted a battle I wanted them to fight it out not like hating each other fight it out but I wanted them to have some sort of yes just just to see them go at it Mm because I think it would be so cool I think it would be a worthy fight because her and Axel's fight like it was good it was it was a great moment but He's not. He's nowhere near as powerful as as Bo or Mando. Mm-mm. So I'm like, a lot like fighting the uh, Game of Thrones fight between the Hound and Brienne of Tarth. If any of you have seen those, or sure. Not. Okay. Well, for Go anyone for who has them, that's you know basically <laughs> yeah. two incredible warriors finding a, a match with each other. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, it's like yeah. Obi and Maul, and there you go. and yeah. Vader and um, Ahsoka's fight, and and those ones. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I wanted that. I wanted yeah. these two powerhouses yeah, going at it, I can see that. and we're yeah. not going to get it. No. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. and I I get that Ashley because I like I would have loved to see that. I think they could have incorporated it, but I also think it's especially they're trying to figure out because I think you they're also choosing that direction. Are we going to go by the creed or are we going to yeah. bust the creed a little bit? And in this season, they decided to bust the creed a little bit or yep. go with it. And so I think it's like whatever direction they wanted to go. But yeah. That that was one aspect I was disappointed. I was like, okay, well, we're probably not going to get that fight now, which kind of yeah. sucks because it would probably Mm-mm. be pretty cool. But nope, no. Nope. Yeah. Okay, uh, we need to keep moving. <laughs> Let's go. So we have two more. We have two more chapters to go. No uh, we have chapter twenty three, the spies. This is where survivors come out of hiding, um, and this is when. Um, so they they she comes back with um the the her cohort it's that scene was so tense so she comes out with her her people and then you have the covert that's hidden and they're staring at each other and you're like what's gonna happen is there gonna, gonna be a war someone gonna fight i was waiting for, uh-huh. waiting for a blaster mm-hmm. shot something. <laughs> and, and and they actually came together and i was like but even even then i'm like i'm still tense like the whole time i'm like is someone mm-hmm. gonna someone gonna fight mm-hmm. they never do they yeah. actually come together and they start to break the the creed a little bit because well, we do we do get one one little fight if you remember right uh when they're traveling mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. yeah oh, on the barge. we do get yes. on the barge yeah. we get one little get on the barge. Tiff yeah that yeah. appears Mm-hmm. Well, in the barge, that's a whole other thing. So for Dan, so you got these two factions come together. They go to Mandalore. They're going to start trying to find the big forge and, and set mm-hmm. up camp. All of a sudden, this this 
pirate looking ship on the is coming at them on the crystal and it's actually other mandalores mm-hmm. mandalorians who have lived on the planet since the purge oh wow and found mm-hmm. them and we're going to take them to to the forge and it, things ensue mm-hmm. um but it's it's interesting i have mm-hmm. i have a little what is this Botan mentions the Mandalorian has been oh okay so there's a moment where Bo Bo-Katan mentions the Mandalorian has always been too powerful for any one enemy to defeat and that it is only ever the division of the Mandalorians that destroys them time and time again uh this links to Star Wars the Clone Wars um where Bo-Katan played a central role in dividing the Mandalorian people by siding with Death Wash over her sister and this allowed Maul to take control of Mandalore resulting in the death of Satine and kick-started Bo-Katan's journey so she mentions it in this she says mm-hmm. that in this theme mm-hmm. that yeah. time and time again mm-hmm. um it's our division and they're trying to this this series really is about her trying to bring yep. Mandalorians back back together yes. mm-hmm. um, yeah. and yeah. Honestly, this chapter and the next chapter, I kind of have all in one because I loved these last it, two. Well, it's, it's kind of a slew. I feel like it should have all been one together, like one. Yeah, big it goes. It all goes together <laughs> because it's all yeah. tied in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I mean, the other thing I'm not like, yeah, because I think with that, and also you go back into like legends and all that stuff. Like, there's so many tiffs with like Mandalorian factions and yeah, fighting and infighting, and so it's like that's part like that's their history, and so like. Like definitely yes, the Clone Wars and what Bo Katan and all the Death Watch and all that happens there. But even like beyond that, like this is mm-hmm. they they realize this is part of a rough part of their history that they've mm-hmm. always had mm-hmm. as yeah. well. And mm-hmm. I think like that substantial. I think yeah. the other part is the beginning of this episode when we get um IG twelve and the yes. fun that that becomes with Grogu. IG does. Oh yeah, we can't forget that. Yes. Oh, I was dying laughing at this. Oh, Did boy. you remember IG twelve? Well, it was uh, IG eleven. It was IG, IG yeah. eleven. Mm-hmm. They changed to IG twelve. Uh, it was the, the babysitter, the assassin, the, the assassin, assassin yes. droid that, turned, that became the, the yes. mother. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, the nurse droid. Yeah. Um, um, Carl Weathers' character—I always forget his name. Uh, he rebuilt a new one called IG twelve, but it's it's a um, it's not a droid that functions on its own. Grogu sits in it and and moves him around itself. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was and, hilarious! Yes. And it can talk. He pushes can, a button, and it can yes talk. and no. That's yes. all it says is yes or no. Yeah. No, no. no. I no. was dying laughing. No. Just, no. No. And Mando's like, "What do you mean, no, no, no?" no. <laughs> now Grogu can get away from him <laughs> very quickly. It, it was he kept so... taking things that he he stole food that he like shouldn't have been food eating. in the market. Oh my! It's like Grogu's in that terrible oh, yes. twos phase. He really yes, that's exactly what it was. And oh, the, yeah. And, it's so much taller than Mando too. Yeah. So yeah. like Grogu takes some food and Mando's like, you have to put that back. And Grogu holds it up out of reach. Pretty and you sad. just have Mando looking so pathetic trying to get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Do you realize great. what he took though in the food? He took a um mel is it uh Meleron or fruit, mm-hmm. which is Hera's favorite fruit from Rebels. Oh, I am not nerdy enough to have picked up on that. I would, I didn't pick up <laughs> on that, that, but that makes sense. I love yeah. that tie-in, yeah. though. What? So, yeah. That's a great tie-in. Yeah. I love it. Which I was like, oh, that's awesome. So, yeah, they picked that was part of what he picked up when he was getting food in the market there. Mm-hmm. Nice. And if there was something that he wanted to do or he didn't want to do, and 
the whole there was like a good slew of just yes 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 it was so annoying I was I was literally wrote down oh my gosh Mando hates this (laughs) yeah Mando's ticked he was Actually, trying to get think, him out of it, and he said, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I think the funniest part, well, for me, the funniest part was when they when he, they first came in, and you have the engineer guys, the little dudes, the Bobby Frick mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Um, he yeah. came in, and he got out, and he's like, baby, no hug. Like, <laughs> yes. when, like, he, like his Grogu went after him. No, I'm not your pet. Please stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you. Yes. Oh, that was too, too funny. Oh my goodness. And Mando's like, no, he's not getting into this. He's too young. He can't do it. He's like, well, just let him, let him try. Let him try. No, he can't do it. And he just, he just, he just like gets in it somehow. I can't remember if someone puts him or if he does it himself, but he just all over the place. He's like, I'm not getting out of this sucker. I hate to tell you. Like, this this is my new thing. This is mine. (laughs) And, and I like that because we've had throughout the season, we've had Mando's back and forth with Grogu, right? Like, he's like, oh, you need to learn the way and I'm going to teach you things yeah and then he does stuff like this where he's like well he's too little he can't do this mm-hmm. like you know he's very back and forth about what he thinks he can and can't do and i love that yep. we're getting some development in groku as mm-hmm. becoming mandalorian honing on his the force all of that stuff i love that too mm-hmm. and this is another way he does that jedi mm-hmm. yes. or a horse user the combo well not a jedi well, and the thing is, when we're on the barge, and we just talked about, we had the two factions, we got a fight that did break mm-hmm. out. And, you know, Bo-Katan's just like, no, we can't interfere. We knew this would happen. We got to <laughs> let it go. And neither side can step in. But who steps in? Grogu. He comes Grogu in can. and he just, no, like, no, we're done. This is over. And I think that's, that Grogu funny. is the future, yeah. you know, like where Mandalorian's mm-hmm. going to go. Like he, that's kind of setting him up as he is part of the future and how things are going to be. And I think, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, I kind of had that thought. I'm like, okay, they just said no one can intervene. The, I'm like, I wonder if Grogu is going to intervene. And he did. Yeah. And he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think about it, but then he started hitting the no button. I'm like, no, that's hilarious. So <laughs> That's great. Funny too. <laughs> I also think nope. like, I think Axe and uh, Paz were kind of like, uh, what's happening? Like, I guess mm-hmm, we'll like, stop now. I mean, right, I guess you know, we they can listen to this. Yeah, because yeah, they easily could have just like pushed them aside. Yeah, just and like kept going, but they're like, like okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, unless he used some force into that, like the force into the yeah. force, yeah. Mm-hmm. which he could have. I don't know if he did, yeah. but he could have easily done that. That kid's more powerful than what they show. Like mm-hmm. we know he is. Yes, we've seen it, and there's certain points in the season where I'm like, Grogu. You use why aren't you doing why aren't you using the force? He doesn't have the confidence, <laughs> so that's what we're getting. It's his confidence yeah. Yeah, build yeah. up a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know. But well, you okay, the, I'm gonna kind of you know, oh, go ahead, Dan. Not to say you remember how he's training with Luke. Like, I mean, he still didn't fully jump into it when he was doing that. So mm-hmm. yeah, you know? he's gotta develop he's, a little bit. He's growing. Yeah. He is growing. Yeah. He's a growing boy. Let's be honest, Luke doesn't know what he's doing. He wasn't trained right. No, he doesn't. Luke's kind <laughs> of an idiot. I mean, Luke, Luke is a little bit of an idiot when it comes to that. We love him, but he's an idiot. He is, because then he uh, does like one thing goes wrong and he scurries off and hides on an island. Yes. Like, he's a little bit dramatic. Yep. Little. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Ashley, I have a question for you, real quick. Yeah. So when you were talking about things that they announced that were coming up for future Star Wars. Yes. You said when Ray comes back. I know this is like a contention point with you, but she's like rebuilding the Jedi, right? 
That's she's like supposed to be thing. rebuilding the Jedi Order. Yes. Okay. See, okay. My my only question is just watching the season in particular. This episode is when they wrote this down. We have the Mandalorian coming together, and they're helping protect those who need protection. Right. We show uh-huh. them being together. I'm confused because we had a whole long spans of time in the Star Wars universe where the Jedi were like in charge of protecting everybody, right? And they clearly Uh did not do a good job at the end of the day. I think I'm confused why. I feel like we're doing such a good setup in these shows and in particular, like, you know, like this season of showing how outside of the Jedi, how we can bring more peace to the the entire spans of the universe and all these different Uh worlds. I'm confused why we're going to go back to the Jedi. I'm not happy about it. I told you this already. I know. And I I got what you were saying. But now I really, after I watched this, I really was like, but why? This is doing such a good job. And I know we're going to get Ahsoka and she has the force, but she's not considering herself a Jedi anymore. And we're going to have, I just, I don't understand. If the problem is, is if, if they bring in this movie and Ray is trying to create the old Jedi order, the original Mm -hmm. Jedi order, it's going to screw everything up. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, if we're going to bring the Jedi Order back, we need to throw out the book and start over and mm-hmm. actually, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, mm-hmm. if we're going to have Jedis, it needs to be a totally different look at how Jedis are. Because okay. I, as I've gotten older, I do not believe that one should either be fully in the light or fully in the dark. I feel like we need to be in the middle. We need Mm -hmm. to have emotions. We need to be able to manage our emotions and use our emotions in Mm -hmm. so many different areas. Like the gray Jedi, I think is what legends call it. That's where I think the Jedi, if we're going to have any force users throughout the name Jedi and just start over and start new and start fresh. Um, Because there's always going to be force users and they're always going to figure out ways to use it. But we need to do a, they, we or this is in our universe they need to do a better job of figuring out how to train mm-hmm. on this where mm-hmm. it's not going to cause such a huge divide and cause you know war mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah, yeah. But that's, I agree. yeah. <sighs> i feel like that's what they kind of alluded to when they uh you know with the last jedi but i mean she I had know. a yellow saber yes yeah, yeah. yeah saber, was... which is a guardian Right. Yeah. Not a Jedi, yeah. it's a guardian. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, why are we bringing back the Jedi Order with her? Like, why are we using these words if she is a guardian? So that's where, again, I'm yeah. like, what's yeah. happening? Mm-hmm. You're not listening. You're not going with your own thing. Right. I think also some of this, um, and I don't know if you guys have dived into High Republic books or anything much, not but yet. they are like, some of this is going back to High Republic. And I think also with the announcement of the the movie that is going to be like the dawn of the jedi and like where the mm-hmm. jedi came from i think this the will harken acolyte? Uh, no that's not acolyte this is different. Oh. Okay. um so i think that'll also play into some of that and how they're shaping yeah. the jedi because i think we are starting to see as they've expanded the universe that mm-hmm. the jedi in like the galactic republic area era and prequels mm-hmm. like is very corrupt compared to mm-hmm. jedi mm-hmm in other timelines so i think mm-hmm. that gives me hope that they'll do a good job with this and expand that a little more so but we'll see 
Anyways, back sorry, to anyways, sorry to get us off topic. Yeah. I just had no, to ask because I was my notes and I was like, I want to yeah. bring it up. We, we, we're, yeah, let's move over to the, to the last. We can just talk chapter. about it all together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's just talk about it all together. So they're on Mandalore. They're, um, they're trying to find the forge and then they get surprised <laughs> or what's the word I'm looking for? Um, ambushed, when you ambushed. surprise attack somebody, ambush. Thank hey. you. Whoever said it. Mm-hmm. They get okay. ambushed by, um by the empire and we didn't even talk about this one of the episodes the x-wing pilot who i can't think of his name he finds a broken down ship dan where it was supposed to be moss gideon's moth gideon's uh transport to his trial and it's destroyed and he's gone Uh. there's no body so you know sorry we forgot to tell you this you Mm -hmm. know in in, as you're going through the episodes that he could pop up again right guess what last episode he pops up. It's literally an ambush. It's a trap for all the Mandalorians. They're trying to kill all of them so he can take over Mandalore again. Mm-hmm. I mean, that dude's and... so ruthless. I always kind of figured he was going to be back in some yep. way. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah. And it's, Honestly, I... it's heart-wrenching to watch that last yeah. episode. Like, yeah. I was, like, emotional. Go ahead, Isaac. Yeah. Sorry. Well, mm-hmm. I was, I was going to say, like, I was, like, I'm surprised we didn't see him before episode yeah. seven, mm-hmm. but, like, I I I would have been honestly I would have been pretty upset if they didn't bring him back into play. Um, mm-hmm. if that was just like, because he's such a good villain, like yes. so good, like in Giancarlo, like and how he plays that and like mm-hmm. all that, like it's mm-hmm. such so well done. That like mm-hmm. I feel like you can't just like trash that and move on. Like you got to mm-hmm. bring him back in oh, yeah. um, for this and the history there. So I'm glad they did. Um, I'm glad they didn't just do away with it. Um, so yeah. But yeah, there's a lot going on there. Well, because we got Shadow Council, which was really interesting uh, with mm-hmm. other Imperial, um, post-Imperial remnant yep. leaders, um, other moths and grand moths and some mm-hmm. Thrawn talk. Um, yeah. A lot and, of Thrawn talk. And, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I also appreciate it. So the Hux that was in that was been technically yes, the Hux, it first, is. Order, first Order Hux's dad. Yep. Also, that was hit first order hux uh actual character the actual guy that plays that the guy that played the shadow council mm-hmm. hux was his brother yes um, which is pretty I saw neat that. as well I forgot to which put is it pretty neat as well so that. yeah shadow council is pretty interesting there um and mm-hmm. talking about the return of thrawn and all that mm-hmm. yeah it's this episode is really interesting because there's always a tug between light and dark when it comes to the fighting and a good chunk of this fight is very like just the the dark side's winning. Mm-hmm. It, it, you you're like you get these moments where you're like you know they're not going to die, but there's moments where you're like, are they done? Like, mm-hmm. is Moth going to win? Like, this is this is a little intense. Um, and he even beats Bo-Katan in the first kind of fight they have, yep. and he's like, give me the saber. And this is what I love. You guys were talking about it breaking the creed. She didn't give it to him. She's like, no, I don't care nope. that you beat me. This is mine. You're not getting it sort of deal. Mm-hmm. And she uses it to 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 do a circle. You know how to put the saber through the door. And yeah, she cuts it out. She cuts it out um, and, and goes with it. But also in this episode, <laughs> the dark saber is destroyed. Mm-hmm. What do you guys, how do you feel about that? I'm I think glad. it was, yeah, it was very symbolic. Like that's this is not what defines you, mm-hmm. or yeah. the Mandalorians as a as a whole. This is not yeah. what defines you. You do not need it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I thought it was also interesting. Like the, because we, I mean, we've seen other lightsabers destroyed and like things of Mm -hmm. that nature, but like, I never thought of the fact that like the dark saber could be destroyed. Mm -hmm. And so like the fact that they did that was very, Mm-hmm. um I, yeah like you guys said symbolic and I, I i appreciate what they did with it um and i think the way they did it it gave the dark saber the weight that it needed but it also didn't like it because they easily could have done it in a way that like kind of undermined the dark saber completely mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. took away all its value but i don't feel like they did that um yep. in that scene and how they did that was well done mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. I think the big thing with the dark saber for me is like, we know that this is, there's only one, no mm-hmm. one else has attempted to make it. No one else probably can make it from the one person who made it. And it's, it's gone. Um, which I think it really is good because there's so much animosity, so much fighting over it, so much yep. division in the Mandalore in the Mandalorian um, people because of just a saber that, it, it needed to be gone it okay. needed to go away there's no reason for them to have it mm-hmm. um so that way they can they can come together and and be um allies for yeah. once in their lives mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i think also it goes it also goes back to this idea that like we talk about Bo- or uh, din potentially cutting his arm off or whatever but like mm-hmm. like the initial person who had the dark saber was a jedi um, was a Mandalorian Jedi, mm-hmm. where like now you have a bunch of non-force users mm-hmm. wielding around this dark saber, and mm-hmm. some of them cutting their arm off potentially. I don't know, but um, like where they're not being trained properly to use the dark saber, use the mm-hmm. force, and mm-hmm. all that comes with that. And so, and it harkens back to this idea of hey, like we're we're not Jedi, we're Mandalorians, and we're warriors, mm-hmm. but we're not. Mm-hmm we're not jedi warriors either yep mm-hmm. yeah they, I they need to really just find themselves mm-hmm. it's really what it is mm-hmm. yeah they need to rebuild mm-hmm. and they need to find themselves um the end of this episode i know a lot happened in this episode but i'm who do you guys think that he's that gideon's dead or do you think he got away i would let's be real they didn't show a body they didn't show him up in flames which is a very literal ambiguous ship. thing yes yeah i would prefer if he's still around because i love Moff gideon yeah i love the actor yeah. i love the character i love all of it so i would prefer to see some burn up Moff gideon coming back for some revenge down the line yeah i don't know um i think i think they left it open enough to like mm-hmm. do either one either like way. i think they're like I think they're like, hey, like we can do either one if we do it this way. Mm-hmm. And now when we write season four, we don't have to be one way or the other when we decide what the story is. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. I think that, and I, I mean, especially like I could definitely see him a lot because I mean, the armor that he has on, I mean, it's Beskar. It's exactly. the best of the best. Like, right. it's not like, I mean, yeah, I think he could have died in that, but also mm-hmm. there's, there's a possibility he doesn't die um mm-hmm. with that and all all that happens mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the idea of vesgar um because so dan his thing in it is he wanted to clone himself and put himself in all these vesgar okay and the i and these there's these the stormtroopers that come after them in this in this episode all have vesgar stormtrooper outfits and it's so much harder for them to kill them and it was so mm-hmm. scary i'm like nice. that's mm-hmm. why i thought like are we gonna lose mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
It almost yeah. felt like a return, like a, a um, uh, Empire Strikes Back sort of episode where I'm like, mm-hmm. are we screwed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, it's like lose a hand. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the like Mandal. So like in Rebels, we have like the Mandalorian Super Commandos. Um, it's like those types of uh soldiers and mm-hmm. imp- right. imperial soldiers that we get to see which mm-hmm. is pretty cool to see in live action mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i also thought it was neat that din, like din and picked up one of their jet packs after he lost his and used mm-hmm. it like he's, he's like, like hey, this works we'll, this we'll is mine. go with it yeah. this is mine now he don't you. care mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> just scavenge whenever mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um and then the end i mean everything works out we think like it seems that Gideon's destroyed, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but he decides some um at the end of the episode, Dan, uh they go to the living waters underneath mm-hmm. where he went and right. they stay in the shallow end. <laughs> um mm-hmm. and they they kind of they do their thing again for um the littles and Mando's like, I want Grogu to be brought into the way, and the armor again. She says it a couple times. She's like, he can't speak. He can't say the creed. He can't be a part of it. He's like, well, but if his parent signs off on it, it can be done. He right, can be yeah. an apprentice. And she's like, yeah, but we don't know where his parents are. We don't even know if they're alive. And the sweetest moment mm-hmm. that we've all been waiting for. He's like, then I want to adopt him. I want him to officially be is. my son. Yeah. And they like write it in the song. They call it a song. Write it in the song. Din is adopting Grogu as his own son. So now mm-hmm. it official father and son, official Grogu is his apprentice in the Mandalorian world. Mm-hmm. And um he has decided to kind of put aside his his um bounty hunting illegalness. Mm-hmm. And he kind of talks to the guy, the the X-Wing captain, and says, mm-hmm. Hey, if you have any work that you need me to help with, he's like, Really? You want to help? The newer he's like, well, I have a son, so yeah, <laughs> I need more. he's got to be a little responsible now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. A little bit more respectable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he goes and he and and it literally ends with a circle. So you know the circle, you know, like when they do the circle close on the Star Wars. Yeah, movies, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They did a circle close Ooh, on on Mando and Grogu. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mando's sitting on the porch and Grogu's playing in the grass. Yeah, they're at their little hut that they were given. Yeah, Mm -hmm. on Navarro, yeah. Yeah, Grogu's tormenting frogs again. I know, Um, I was like, please don't uh, eat it. That's all I kept saying in my head. I was like, just don't eat it this time. He let it go. He let it go, so I didn't have to watch. I just thought it was funny. He's probably playing with his food. He was, but I didn't have to see it. It's okay. But it's such a cute, like, wholesome ending where it's like, okay, if we, I want, I mean, I, I am praying that there are more seasons coming, but if we don't get any more seasons, it ended well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It ended yeah. well. I, I mean, I've heard they have a season four written. Um, Perfect. But I, we haven't, I mean, obviously we haven't had an announced. I also heard, mm-hmm. um, so we also, so I think a while back they announced like, um, uh, what, New Republic Ranger or something, which yep. is going to be a Cara Dune, which then they scrapped because of all the, Yes, stuff that happened with that she got like a- um i heard they were going to replace that potentially with something with that new republic pilot and then maybe um and do something mm-hmm. more specific on new republic so yeah. i don't know what that would look like but i have heard that rumor out there as we well so we don't mm-hmm. need that i do but- wonder if they have another season of book above a fat i haven't heard if they've canceled it 
I'm that's what I'm waiting on. I'm like, okay, are you going to tell us it's canceled? Or are you going to tell us you're bringing something else on? Because mm -hmm. if we're ending Mandalorian like this and he's not going back to Tatooine, like originally at the end of Boba Fett, it told us he was going to, what are you doing with that show? Yeah. Bobo is expecting him to come and be one of his enforcers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like consistency, Fabro, Fillion, but Phil. Phil Filoni. thank you. Fillion. I don't know. Fillion. What you, your Star Wars nerds, you know this. You know what you're writing. Why are you contradicting yourselves? Yeah. Unless well, I think this is canceled. I think all this goes back to the the announcement we also got at Celebration with the Mandoverse type movie that's going to be out. Um, Wait, what? Did you not hear about this? Actually, I have only heard about a couple things because I haven't looked into celebration. Okay, so they, you what? are my news source. What is wrong with so, you? I'm sorry. So please, they are so so they announced the Ray movie. They they announced the Ray movie, um, as well as the Dawn of the Jedi, and they also announced a movie that'll take place um pre episode seven that will kind of tie all of these series together, such as Ahsoka and Mando and Book of Boba Fett. That Dave Filoni will be directing. Oh, that's the one he's directing. I knew he was going to be directing. I didn't know what he was directing. So that's what he's directing. Um, and so that'll be so that I mean, also we'll get the rest of these seasons. So if we get a season four, we get a season four, we get a mm. season two of Book of Boba Fett, how many ever seasons of Ahsoka, but we'll also get this nice movie that'll supposed to kind of bring everything and tie it all together. So nice. keep that, that in mind as well. For as we that's, play all that out okay. so that's exciting okay. that's really exciting that's pretty cool i'm excited for that mm -hmm. so, yeah i think that'll be a hard movie to do but because dave floney's doing it i'm okay with it right yep mm -hmm. yep agree I, well because we were talking about something mm. and oh it's the movie so do we know who's directing the movie with ray he's frozen again and we'll never get our answer. Oh no! Oh, he's back. Oh, he's back. Okay, good. Um, I'm not sure who's directing that. Um, James Mangold is directing the um, Dawn of the Jedi one. Okay. Um, and then it was a new director. I don't remember. As long as it's not Ryan. Oh no, it's not Ryan. Too oh, bad. God. Oh thank God. His it, aesthetic just does not work for Star Wars. Yeah. He's a it? great director, but not for Star Wars. Mm. Oh, we, we trashed Ryan Johnson. Did I miss something? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know how Ashley wants to hate on him. So I don't want to hate on him. I don't like his style for Star Wars. There's a difference. <laughs> okay. I can't say a whole lot of it on his style because the only thing style I've seen from him is from Star Wars. So I haven't seen anything. Oh, else you should watch him. his other, other things. Except for better. the one episode of Breaking Bad. I did see that one. Well, I'm we were talking about so Dan, uh, we were trying to find the director for the Ray movie, um, but we don't know who's uh, okay. directing it. Ah, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, the Dave they Filoni would thing. throw Ryan in there just to upset the fans. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, feel they like they would, would do that because <laughs> they, they know there's a whole faction of the fandom that's just going to be Actually, up in arms and they're going to be no, talking about it. Disney would not do that. You don't think so? Lucas would. I don't think Disney would. Disney wants that money, That's so true. they probably don't yeah. want to tick everybody Lucas off. Lucas would tick us off because he has. He's done yeah. things in the past where like, uh, we're like, really? Here we go. I don't know what anything she's done. Uh, her name's Charmaine Obad Chino. 
Okay. I don't know who she is. That's okay. It's not Ryan. So it's okay. It's not Ryan, but that, that's <laughs> her name. And I don't know. So much hatred. So, it's not know. hatred. You just shouldn't be yeah. in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything she's done, but yeah. Okay. So look at that. Okay. Yeah. When you have Favreau and Baloney. Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, you need to get your life together. You are supposed to be a geez, Star Wars actually. fan. <laughs> you know Star Wars fan like... when it comes to the story. I'm really bad with names. Yeah. <laughs> At least I got can John see Favreau him. I can down. see his okay. face, but well, Favreau's in more than just Star Wars. He's he's Certainly in is. He's Marvel and all these other places. Yeah. Um, yes. Which I was watching a TikTok of him and, and Filoni having an interview. And they're like, yeah, what happens is we put, uh, John's like, I write episodes and I give it to Dave and Dave looks at it and then we start an argument. And it's like <laughs> an argument forever. About that's how some of the best ideas come about, though. I you love argue. that. Yeah. I love that that's how yeah. they work. That's yeah, great. Push-pull, yeah. clashing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really is. Oh. Okay, well, uh, it's been almost two hours. So we yeah, I think we're done. To, yep. We need to get out of here. Um, so... Uh, We'll do our exit and then we'll let you do your exit. So that okay, way we can go for choose. it. Um, okay, back. Uh, we need to get out of here. So uh, Pixie Dusters, thank you so much for listening. Isaac, thank you so much for joining us today yes. about as we talk about uh, Mandalorian season three. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully anyone who listened, uh, if you haven't watched it yet, we didn't spoil anything for you. Um, but go watch. Yes. Go watch, go watch, go watch. I'm going to watch it again once I Love get through it. everything. I will be mm-hmm. watching again with Robbie. So yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, we will see you guys next week with whatever I don't know what we're talking about next yeah. week because last confused. week I gave you the wrong schedule. So come we're back get and see what we're talking point. about. Yeah, I think it's vintage. Still, so I think we're still talking about vintage. So come I back and know. see us. Hey. Bye, Pixie Dusters. Laters. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.